to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it, like Biggie tried to do, and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Room for him. God loves when we are poor in spirit. That's a small s. He doesn't love when we're poor in the big s. Because the big s is him. The small s. Lowercase s represents our human spirit. God loves when we are poor or low. Lowly in our human spirit. People that operate through their human spirit are abominable to God. People that, you know, perform magic or people that do witchcraft or people that do mind control, mind game, all these different kinds of uh, energy power sources where we're empowering the human spirit and utilizing the human spirit to astral project to, uh, you know, all of these different things. Seances, raise the dead, necromats, all of these things are an abomination unto God because you're actually using, utilizing the spirit realm and operating under the authority of yourself. Amen? And our human spirit has one purpose and one purpose only in this realm, and that is to give us the ability to connect with God's spirit in his realm. Amen. Our human spirit bridges the gap. That's, that's how we commune with the father. We use the supernatural power that we have in the human spirit to join with his supernatural power. And we uh, 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 submit ours to his to be utilized by him. Amen. That's where your prophetic dreams come from. That's where your visions come from. That's where the power to heal and to set free and deliver. All these different things come from the power of God operating through our human spirit. But when we take our human spirit and use it for our own benefit, then we are uh, being disobedient to God. He called those things abominations. When we sacrifice our will for his, we can truly be blessed in this Life And I love this passage. This passage starts out with the rich young ruler and the rich young ruler asked Jesus, how can I be down with you? And Jesus told him, have you obeyed the commandments? He said, I've obeyed all of them. In other words, I'm a man of great reputation. People know me for being holy. So how can I be down with the holy one? He said, well, there's just one thing left you have to do. Give everything you have to the poor and then you can be down with me. You don't need money with me. And he was like, nah, that's all right. And he walked away, the Bible said, with his head down. Sadly, then Jesus gave the speech and said, how hard is it for a rich man? Remember, we talked about that last week. The desire to be rich, that desire to be, you know, the only reason you would even desire to just be rich is to heap it up on your own lust. I mean, anybody sitting around, man, I just need to find out an idea to be rich. I got to do something. I got to do something because I'm tired of working. 
That's, that's, that's foolishness. We talked about that Wednesday night. Foolishness. How are you tired of working and God commands us all to work? Everybody's tired of working. Work is tiring. It's work. Some people feel like, you know, it's, it's different with me, though, man. Work and me just don't mix. Ask any man in here, would you, would you, would you rather get paid for doing nothing or do something? I think I'll take the first one. Am I telling the truth? So how are you different because one day you tired of your job? Oh, I'm so sick of working. Join the club. It's a punishment. It's work. That's, that's, you know, people that just desire to be rich, trying to get rich, trying to come up with ideas to get rich, scheming to get rich, all those things. We talked about that all last week. No need to rehash any of that. But those are the things. Hey, God is saying, how hard is it for a rich man to enter in? Peter asked him, said, well, then um, we've given up. We've given up everything for you, Jesus. You know, and Jesus said, no, verily I say unto you, there is no man that has left houses or brethren or sisters or fathers or mothers or wives or children or lands for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive what? A hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution. See, that's the part folks don't. They just skipped that. With persecution. And in the world to come, you'll get eternal life. So if you give up everything, he's basically talking about the rich young ruler. If he had given up everything for me, he would have been all right. That's what he's saying. He would have been persecuted, which is what he was trying to avoid because he had a reputation. To truly accept the finished work of Christ on the cross, one must forfeit what? His own way. We must believe that God's way is the only way. Amen. I'm called as your pastor to teach you God's way. Because God's not going to bless anything but. Why would he bless you and you're not doing it? That sets the wrong precedent. That sets the wrong example. For you to be able to do it your way and have favor of God. And the person that's doing it God's way has favor of God. Does that even make sense? No. So I hate that old favor ain't fair message. Favor is very fair. Very fair. Whoever said that was lying. Y'all know who it was. (laughs) That's a lie. Favor is very fair. You do it God's way, he blesses it. You do it your way, you're responsible for it. And how many of you don't want to be responsible? I will mess some stuff. Please, Lord, don't let me ever get caught up in G. Craig's way. I want to do it God's way, and I want to be blessed by God for doing it his way. And you have to do it his way every step of the way. That's the hard part. You can't be with him and then turn away and then try to come back later. You got to go every step of the way. And some of the steps are very hard. Those trying periods, those seasons. Amen. Cashlessness season. Oh, you got to go through the cashlessness season. Amen. You won't even be able to be anything for God if you don't know how to be broke. Amen. Got to go through cashlessness. Be broke for a little while so you can feel people when they come to you and they need help. You understand. Mm. 
There's going to be seasons. And you have to go through these steps and go through these seasons to do it God's way. Some of you don't want to let go of that, though, because you finally got comfort. You finally are in a place of comfort and you're in a place you feel like you own your way to make your mark. And God is saying, "Uh uh-uh. We must believe that God's way is the only way. So no matter how we're doing it, we have to do it God's way. We have to stop doing it our way and do it God's way. That's what's important. Galatians 2 and 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live how? By the what? Of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. By faith and that's the thing people can't do they don't understand the concept of faith it's hard to understand faith in this society it's hard to understand it because we're so hands-on making things happen the very people that come to me all the time brother yeah 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 god showed me and told me and told me and showed me and told me and showed me do, do, do you do you really have faith do you really believe do you know what god sounds like because what you telling me god showed you doesn't sound like him because I can't find it in the Bible. Oh, well, he's doing a new thing. What? Well, get away from me, you and your new thing. I don't want the new thing. Amen. I want the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's what, that's what I want. That's the God I know. I don't know this, this new thing. A person that is poor in spirit has room for God to truly reside in them. What's the opposite of that? A person that has their way, know how they want to do it. They have no what? Room for God. They have truly opened themselves up to God and given their lives to him. 2 Corinthians 13 and 4. For indeed, he was crucified by reason of weakness, but he lives because of what? Talking about Jesus. For we are also... Or we also are weak in him, speaking of our flesh. But we will live together with him because of what? God's power towards you. Yeah, that's real powerful. We are weak in the flesh. Without God's way, without God's power, we can't do it. Amen? Amen. Brokenhearted. Poor in spirit can also mean broken spirit. God loves the sacrifice of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Psalms 34 and 18. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite or hurt spirit. When we are broken, we are in the correct position to be made. Remade. Amen. Only when you're broken. God loves this posture being broken. Because this is when he can, he can show himself mighty in our lives. God loves when we're in this posture. Because then he can, and you got two choices. You can get down and do this. Or he can make you do this. I'm going with the first one. Amen. I'm going to do it myself. I, I, Lord, I don't, I don't need you to get me like this. Amen. No, Lord. Nope. I can handle it. I can handle this. Amen. This is how God wants you. And you're going to get like this. 
One way or the other. <laughs> you will. Yes. I, I should have superimposed everybody's face on one of these and handed it, handed it to you. Your own personal copy with your head on there. Because it's going to happen. So it's best that you get in that position before you go do the dumb stuff. See, that's the dumb position. That's, that's I did dumb stuff position. See that? See that? He's shaped like a D. If I turn it, it's a D for dumb. If you flip him up, it's just a D. For dumb. He did, he did some dumb stuff. And he didn't do like something dumb like... That's, you don't get in this position when you just do something dumb like all of a sudden and you fail all of a sudden or something. No. This is like collective... Time was put in the dumb. He, there's a lot of inve- he invested a lot of time and effort in the dumb. And then it didn't work out. And, oh, Lord! Ah! Yeah, yeah, that's... I mean, you can look at him and tell. He had... Oh, man. He put a lot of time in that. Guys look at him and say, you should have talked to somebody. You should have talked to somebody. Oh, they don't want to talk to nobody because they already know. I just what I want to do is what I'm going to do. I just know it's just what I'm going to do. But then where in the back of their mind they know, mm, I need to talk to somebody with a dog because then they might say something and then I can't do what I want to do. You know how I'm so good at telling this? Because I've done it. Who hasn't? Amen. Break yourself. In other words, break that, break that, break the pride. Just, we talked about that last week where God hates a proud heart. That's a proud heart where you don't want to talk to anyone and you think you got it. Break yourself down. And I need to seek some counsel. Self, shut up. Get in the mirror. Shut up. You got me in trouble before. I'm not going to let you do it this time. Shut up. I'm talking to somebody. Walking up. What? What'd you say? <laughs> now you're crazy. <laughs> Sweet crazy. Uh, yeah. Don't let, don't, don't let the devil get you out here like this right here. Don't do it. Amen. Amen. He wants to show himself mighty. So he wants you broken. He wants you selfless. He wants your agenda out of the way. So there can be room for him to what? Operate. Room for him. Psalms 51 and 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, thou wilt not what? Despise. God's. He didn't delight in burnt offerings of animals. He didn't want to see the animal broken and burned. He wanted to see you, your flesh, broken and burned. Present your bodies a what? Living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is what? If you're a believer, then it's reasonable for you to do that. How are you a believer and you don't believe? How are you a believer and you don't do the things that believers do? If you believe in him, then you believe in his way. If you believe in his way, then you should be trying to line up with it. How are you going to keep your way and still believe his way? God's regenerative, regenerative power through the work of Jesus Christ can heal our broken spirits and make us what? Brand new. And you know, when you came to Christ, a lot of you were terribly broken and all of that. And you came to Christ and he made you a new creation. But some of y'all was broken last week. And you've been in Christ a while. And he had to remake your heart. Amen. David was a man after God's own heart. And he had to cry, created me a clean heart, oh God. And what? That means do it again. Renew a 
a right spirit within me because I got a little off. I went my way. That's what David is saying. So I need you to do it all over again. Amen. That's why I believe in the continual believing process of a believer. It's hard for me to accept that whole chair thing and uh, the eternal security thing. It's just hard for me to accept that because I believe you got to keep believing. I believe when you stop believing, you don't believe anymore. That's what I believe. No, I can't get amen. 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 It don't mean every time you fall or whatever that you're out of the faith. I'm not saying that. Because if you still believe, you believe. As long as you believe in. Amen. But I had some brothers come tell me, well, brother, no, nah, man, my son is still saved. I said, but dude, he's a five percenter. <laughs> yeah, but he came to the, got in the chair when he was eight. And he, he, he confessed Christ. I said, yeah, but now he's confessing the, man, the black man is God. He changed. So that's what he believes. you telling me he's not responsible for what he believes now? And that an eight-year-old ceremony is going to take precedent over that? I thought it was about believing. Let's just, let's just stop saying saved and let's say believe. See, that changes it. You start saying believe and believe her. And that continual process of believing, then now, now, wait a minute, we got a whole different argument now. Amen? How are you saved if you don't believe? How will you be saved if you don't believe? That's what, I, that's what, that's what my Bible says. He, he, that, he that continued to the end is the one that'll be saved. Continue what? Believing. Amen. And that can be argued to Jesus come. But I'm going, I would rather err on the side of... Amen. I'm just, I'm just going to try to do it right. And why wouldn't you want to live better? Why are you looking for a loophole so you can smoke weed to Jesus come? I mean, what? Amen. You ought to want to be, you ought to want to be better. You ought to want to be in control of your actions, whether than be high all the time. The only reason you're getting high is because you don't like your reality. Once you change the reality, then you won't have to get high or drunk. Uh oh. Oh, because a lot of saints in there getting drunk. They're getting drunk because they're making dumb decisions. That's why God always said, I don't want you drunk. Be sober minded. All those things. He's like, because I want to be your answer. I want to fix it for you. I want to fix it so you don't need to be drunk. I'm jealous of you when you go get drunk because you're replacing me with a natural remedy that's only going to be temporary anyway. God is like, that's my place. I'm supposed to make you feel better. I'm supposed to fix this. A broken and contrite heart, that's mine. Not Jack Daniels. Amen. You're depressed? Man, what you need pharmacia for? God is looking at that. Why don't take those pills? I want to fix that. Let me deal with you and your situation and your thought process and your decision making. Your blood pressure will stay high until you start making the right decisions. Taking blood pressure medication, now your libido is off. Now you're really messed up. Can't do nothing and can't get some. You're in trouble. So now you got to take something to help you get some. Now you got to take something to help that stop when it won't stop. God, God, and all you had to do was give it to God. Let God work the situation out. But the problem is people don't want to change the situation. They don't want to do what's right. They don't want to edit. They want to do it their way so bad that they'd rather be on all those drugs and go their way. 
No, I'm preaching now. But God requires self-denial. When we humble ourselves and acknowledge that we are powerless without him, God operates on our behalf. Y'all hear that? When we recognize that we are powerless without him, he operates on our behalf. Titus 3 and 5. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. So it's not about you and what you are able to do. The minute you decrease yourself, then he has room to operate through you. We humble ourselves and acknowledge that we cannot do this. Amen? That means letting go of your way and saying, man, I've been doing it this way. Thought this was a good way. I can't continue doing it this way. I got to acknowledge that I got to go, go God's way now. I have to do it his way. Amen? The kingdom of heaven belongs to those that are able to lose themselves for the will of God. Matthew 18 and 3. And he said, verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become what? A little child. That means lose your will, lose your ideology. Start all the way before those dumb ideas got in your brain. Go back to childhood when nothing was in there and you were vulnerable. You can be taught like that. That's what Jesus was trying to tell the disciples when he was, they was trying to shoot, shoot a, the, the kids. Oh, y'all get away from Jesus. Get away from the Lord. Get away from him. She was like, oh, no, bring him here. This is how y'all all have to come to me. Yeah, kids were like, man, let the kids be with the kids. And, he, and Jesus, it's like, oh, bring them here. Because the Pharisees like, oh, get these little rugrats and peasants. But Jesus was like, no, no, bring them here. Because unless you're like one of these, you can't come to me either. Now, like. <laughs> that's cool but yeah and so we all have to come to him like that we have to reduce ourselves to children God wants you vulnerable to him amen you don't think you got it the minute um, no one has it look at somebody and say no one look at somebody and say you don't have it either we must realize our own ability is not sufficient When we truly rely on God's power, we are right where God loves for us to be. That's that position. Philippians 2 and 13. For it is God which worketh in you to will and to do of what? Whose pleasure? His good pleasure. Not your pleasure. His good pleasure. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know, when you met your husband or your wife, I use the woman. This usually happens to the woman more, uh, more often. Woman meets this man, and usually the first impression of the man, the man, he don't have everything that the woman really thought she wanted. Usually he doesn't look like she had imagined, didn't approach her the way she imagined. Definitely probably don't have the money she had imagined. But then over time, she begins to acclimate herself to him, fall in love with him. And she's like, hmm, this might work. And then over time, she falls madly in love with him. No one can separate him because she gave herself to him. Understand? Once she gives herself, she doesn't want to ever take that back. Now I'm yours. You earned it. You, you, You courted me. You won me. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And that's how God works in us. We think we know what we want. 
and we think we know what we like and we think what we're doing is going to make us happy we think this is the way why because we're basing it on the dysfunction we grew up in so what I'm going to do is I'm going to acclimate myself to God's way his way at first and I'm just not feeling God right now that's because it's going against everything that you've done you did it you weren't a blank slate so that means you got to take some things off got to move some things around you got to throw it in what but then after a while once you get to know him and his way and his word you start changing then when you give yourself totally to him and just say look God hands off hands off I'm all yours now then you begin to fall in love with him then his way jumps out of the pages of the word and it's like man that's the only way I'm going to do it now why would I trust my way amen you got to fall in love with his way summary God loves when we are dependent upon him just like an earthly father desires to be needed and dependent upon we was talking about this last night when we was watching the game me and uh, brother Delvin and uh, Herman was talking about you know because they're not married so I was telling them I was like dude I want my wife so dependent on me that I mean I just want to know that she needs me oh I can't get amens there I mean some of you men you okay with your wife not needing you you sorry I need my wife to need me. I need to be needed. I need to know that if I'm not, if, if I'm not around, there's something you can't do. Something has to stop. I just need to feel that as a man. Y'all know what I'm, men? I mean, I don't want no woman independent of me. I want the house to dry up if I'm not there. Amen. Get a mayonnaise jar and act like you can't open it or something. Do something. I need you to need me. Amen. Some of you women tearing your house up. Open it every... You tighten it so he can... And then... Me up there. I can't do it. and pile driving and oh, boy I just I knock can you let him win come home you welding got a welding out all just welding a, oh, I gotta fix the axle of this car man I was <laughs> you do honey did you build a go-kart yeah, I built one for our son. I mean, he needed something to play and something to drive around town in. <laughs> Who wants a wife like that? The Bible said the woman is the weaker vessel. Girl, you better play weak sometimes. I don't want a weak woman. Then you gay. <laughs> Bruh. Yes, you are. You gay. You like men. You like strong. If you like strong, you like men. Can I tell the truth in here? Yeah. Yeah, any man talking about, no, I need a strong woman. <laughs> no, man, I want a weak woman that's just weak without me. I want her to need and depend on me. 
we in jeopardy or something. Battleship. I mean, you got to sink all my battleships. Just fake it. Uno. Jump. Reverse. Like, say, man. I mean, God. Oh, go on. Do you have to... <laughs> Amen. But just like a father desires to be needed and depended upon, a man was created for that. That's why the ribs were taken out of him to make woman. The woman needs to depend on the man. The man is the support. Amen. Her identity comes from him. Her provision should come from him. These things, she should need him. That's how you make a man a man. Boy, folks ain't used to this kind of preaching. You should see some of these single women faces. He desires for us to acknowledge him in everything and to look to him for direction and guidance. He wants us weak without him. When we are poor in spirit, we give him opportunity to work in our lives. When we are broken and contrite, he renews and restores us. In order to truly be blessed, we must learn to be in the posture that he loves. When we decrease our self-reliance and increase our dependence on the resurrection power of Christ, then the kingdom of heaven belongs to us. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.